Hey, what's going on, podcast family? We are back and we're continuing our topic on the anti-androgenicity of birth control pills. In our last episode, we mentioned that the overall net effect of combination oral contraception, so remember, that's estrogen plus a progestin, is to have a net increase in sex hormone binding globulin, which provides an overall decrease in circulating androgens. And while less androgenic activity may sound great for prevention of mood disorders or acne, it may, it may adversely affect sexual function. So in this podcast, we're going to address whether or not the combination birth control pill can affect libido. It's a real question and it's a real concern among women who choose this form of contraception. So y'all ready? Let's continue our discussion of birth control pills, specifically their anti-androgen effect and their potential effect on libido. The association between female sexual function and hormonal contraception is controversial. Recognition and management of sexual side effects in women who use hormonal contraceptives are challenging and there's just not a lot of data one way or the other to prove causation, although some studies do prove an association with combination birth control pills and decreased libido. The etiology of female sexual dysfunction is often multifactorial and can include psychological disorders like depression or anxiety. Of course, relationship conflicts can go into this causality as well. Chronic fatigue issues, stress, issues related to prior physical or sexual abuse, medications, and even some physical conditions like endometriosis or genitourinary syndromes of menopause. But of course, in this podcast, we're focusing mainly on the reproductive age patient and female sexual disorders, specifically decreased libido, which can be a real issue for women that are on birth control pills for contraception. I know we can all agree that the female sexual response is pretty complex. The assumption that androgen levels are a key factor in female sexual function is based on the role of androgens in male sexuality. Now, although exogenous androgens administered do exert a positive balance on some aspects of female sexuality, in most of those studies, the problem is is that the levels of circulating testosterone achieved tend to be supraphysiological which can have long-term health issues. The biological activity of circulating sex steroids is dependent upon the relative binding to sex hormone binding globulin. Remember, we talked about this in just the past podcast. The unbound fraction, or free testosterone, is a biologically active component. 98% of circulating testosterone is protein-bound, mainly to sex hormone-binding globulin. Now, apart from the cyclic variation in ovarian androgens, there's not the same homeostatic regulation of free testosterone in women as there is in men. And there's a greater variety of factors that are likely to affect steroid binding in women compared to men, chiefly the use of exogenous estrogen, like in combination birth control pills. Remember that overall, there's a net increase in sex hormone binding globulin, which tends to decrease free androgens. 
Okay, so what does this mean for contraceptive users? Well, the association between hormonal contraception and sexuality is an important issue of debate and study. Although there is currently no recommendation to screen for sexual dysfunction before or during the use of hormonal contraception, various contraceptive methods have been associated with negative changes in women's sexuality in the literature. Now, in general, there are mixed effects on several sexual domains caused by hormonal contraception. There is no consistent pattern regarding the route of administration or the type of estrogen or progestin versus only progestin contraception. So let me be very clear. Data is conflicting regarding the use of hormonal contraception and its effect on libido. Now, we're going to get into it, but once again, the overall take-home message is that, yes, it can take away libido, but some studies actually show a liberating effect on sexual behavior. In other words, an increase in libido. One published review of the literature evaluated 36 studies conducted between 1978 and 2011 to investigate the relationship between sex drive and taking oral contraceptives. These researchers found that overall, about 15% of women did report a decline in libido while taking birth control pills. A study published in 2017 in Sexual Medical Reviews was from a data search of PubMed and Cochrane Central Register of all controlled trials and search for these relevant studies on the topic. Most studies indicated that women who use birth control pills do in fact have some component of decreased sexual desire or libido. Oral contraceptives also can cause dyspareunia owing to increased risk of vestibulitis and vaginal dryness according to some but not all studies. This risk is increased if birth control pills are used in adolescence and the duration of birth control use was at least two years. Now remember, this is just according to one systematic search from 2017. Now, here's where it gets a little strange, because remember that we said that previous studies did not show any relationship to dose of estrogen or the type of progestin. However, this 2017 study did find that drospirinone, for whatever reason, plus birth control pills that used levonorgestrel, actually did not seem to cause birth control-related decreased in libido. Now, there's been quite a few trials that have demonstrated a negative impact of combination oral contraceptives on female libido. In a cross-sectional questionnaire study conducted among 349 sexually active community-based women that were aged 20 to 65 years, it was found that combination oral contraceptive use had significantly lower frequencies of sexual thoughts, interest, and days of sexual activity per month compared with non-users. Now remember, this was just a questionnaire, so in no way does it prove causation, but it is an interesting find. A large study assessing female sexual function and contraception in over 1,000 German medical students found that combination oral contraceptive users did in fact have lower scores on desire and arousal domains, as well as a statistically significant lower total female sexual function index, or FSFI, on a formal questionnaire. 
Now, if you don't know what the FSFI is, it's actually a very well verified and accepted 19-question tool that covers six domains, including desire, arousal, orgasm, lubrication, pain, and satisfaction. Now, each domain is associated with a maximum score of up to six points out of the total FAFI score of 36. The lower the score, the higher the likelihood of sexual dysfunction. Now, despite this FSFI study, again, there was no specific correlation found between the specific types of birth control or their type of progestin and their effect on libido. So you can see this whole data on dose of estrogen or the type of progestin is very conflicting when it comes to libido issues. Now, let's go into a more recent study. Another study conducted in 2018 actually took a randomized placebo-controlled approach to evaluating whether or not taking combination oral contraceptives reduces sex drive. And it found that a small percentage of study participants did report reduced libido while taking the pill, but here's the clinical pearl the number was actually not found to be statistically significant. So remember the clinical pearl. Data is conflicting, but there are individual changes and idiosyncratic reactions that patients can have to exogenous hormones. So don't write off a complaint of decreased libido from current combination birth control pill users as imaginary. It may possibly be real to them. Look, nobody wants to hear that birth control pills decrease libido, all right? Sexual drive and sexual intimacy is a big part of life and a big part of intimate relationships. So here's the good news. Despite the fact that combination birth control pills decrease bioavailable androgens, and despite the fact that some women can have decreased libido, not all reports agree. Actually, several reports have shown that this decrease in circulating androgens does not imply a negative impact on libido. Some combination birth control pill users have reported higher frequency of sexual thoughts, sexual fantasies, ease of orgasm, and of course, overall libido. It is important to reinforce that newer progestins like trispirinone have been, in some studies but not all, linked to an improvement in sexual arousal and enjoyment and even orgasm frequency, although the biological plausibility and causation of that is not really clear. Hey, by the way, and in case you're wondering, no, I do not have any financial backing to promote Drospirinone for this. And this is not, of course, any kind of endorsement towards that kind of progestin. I just found that interesting in the data. So what do we do in practice? Well, the World Health Organization and the U.S. CDC does not currently mention the potential effects of hormonal contraception on a woman's sexuality. However, screening patients for pre-existing decreased libido or hypoactive sexual desire disorder and informing them of this possible side effect is actually an important part of informed consent and counseling. The mixed results on the interaction between the use of hormonal contraception and female sexual function do not allow absolute recommendations. So I want to be very clear. However, possible sexual side effects require that they at least be considered and when present, offer a therapeutic approach to help solve the problem. 
Lastly, as we wrap this up, I've heard physicians say, and it's actually been recommended as expert opinion, that in women on the pill who complain of decreased libido, a reasonable alternative is a change of the pill to a more androgenic type of progesterone, like a first or a second generation progesterone variety. And while that sounds good and it seems to make sense, the truth is there's just no real evidence-based guidelines or proof that that's going to work. But I do have to admit, that is a reasonable alternative. And of course, remember to give the option to always change type of contraception altogether, and perhaps the other method of contraception won't affect libido like the pill. Well, thanks for being part of our podcast family, and we'll see you next time on another episode of Clinical Pearls.